You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about Kate Bush, Hounds of Love. In the room, I have Anne, Rob, That's my Gregorian chant, thank you. And on the line, I have Ben. I'm here. And Kyle. Yeah, yeah, you. Hounds of Love is the fifth studio album by the English singer-songwriter and musician Kate Bush, released on EMI Records on the 16th of September, 1985. The producer was Kate Bush, and the genre is art pop, progressive pop, art rock, and progressive rock. I'm going to read from All Music Review, Bruce Etter. Kate Bush's strongest album to date also marked her breakthrough into the American charts and yielded a set of dazzling videos as well as an invaluable body of hits spearheaded by Running Up That Hill, her biggest single since Wuthering Heights. Uh, Strangely enough, Hounds of Love was no less complicated in its structure, imagery, and extra musical references than The Dreaming, which had been roundly criticized for being too ambitious and complex. But Hounds of Love (laughs) was more carefully crafted as a pop record and it abounded in memorable melodies and arrangements, the latter reflecting idioms ranging from the orchestrated progressive pop to high-wattage traditional folk. And at the center of it all was, was Bush in the best album-length vocal performance of her career, extending her range and also drawing expressiveness from deep inside herself, so much so that one almost feels as though he's eavesdropping moments during Running Up That Hill. Hounds of Love is actually a two-part album consisting of Sweets, Hounds of Love, and The Ninth Wave. The former is steeped in lyrical and sonic sensuality that tends to wash over the listener, while the latter is about the experiences of birth and rebirth. If this sounds like heady stuff, it could be, but Bush never lets the material get too far from its pop trappings and purpose. In some respects, this was also Bush's First fully realized album, done completely on her own terms, made entirely at her own 48-track home studio to her schedule and preferences, and delivered whole to EMI as a finished work. That vastly divergent grasp from the minutia of each song to the broad-sweeping arc of the two suites, all heavily ornamented with layered instrumentation, makes this record wonderfully overpowering 
as a piece of pop music. All right, what do we think of Kate Bush, Hounds of Love? I just want to... Uh, I've uh, waited a long time for this. Yeah. This record is a fucking masterpiece. It God is damn a, it. You are, you are 100% right, Kyle. Um, and I just want to walk it back a little bit to the fact that people were criticizing this musical genius <laughs> for being too ambitious. <laughs> Yeah. On a fucking record. Like, <laughs> no one would talk to a dude like that. It's yeah. fucked. It's, yeah. It's completely it's, fucked. It, it's but, really messed up. So fucked. Goddamn, Hounds of Love. She don't care. <sighs> she made a masterpiece, and it exists forever. She made two. <laughs> I only got into this record, like, a few years ago. But uh, I once I got in, I was week. all the way in. Um Who's who's first time with this record? Right, Robin Ben? Yeah. First time. First me time. Too. And I Kate Bush has come to me through this project and that is so beautiful. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's very right. nice to it's like an example of how good this project is. Because I would you know, I was vaguely aware of her, but not sitting down listening to it really like this. It's so great. It's just wonderful. It's hard to even talk about. I was just gonna say I, w- I wish I could say differently, but future heads brought me here. I have, yeah, and so this, yep. the first time I heard Hounds of Love was Future Heads, and that, like, um, but I never researched where it came from, right? So. What the hell are you guys talking about? The band, the Future Heads? It's the they, they cover album. Hounds of Love? They yeah, they yeah. had an album in, in the mid-2000s. It's and their debut had, album. Yeah, it had, a, it had a decent-sized hit that was not Hounds of Love, but I think... Rob, did you have the record when yep. we were roommates? Yeah, and, and Hounds of Love is like an album track on it. They cover it. And their cover of it is my favorite song on that album. And mm-hmm. that brought me to that brought me around to Kate Bush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They do a decent job. It's yeah. a good it. cover. A good I re-listened cover. to it. Yeah. I mean, it's no, it's nothing like. No. But yeah. it's, it's them and it makes sense. It, 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 and it, it's it, a beautiful song because it can, it can be reinterpreted like that and it, still sound awesome. It's like XTC in a and Kate Bush had a, had a baby and it was yeah. kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, fucking cello work on uh, the song Hounds of Love makes it. It makes it. Oof. Aside from every other thing that also makes this thing. But like it just like her the the way that like she introduces the instruments like they're it just it makes goosebumps happen. Mm-hmm. Like she's so fucking good. There's so many God emotions. And she's just yeah. guiding you through all of that. <laughs> And also, like Masterful. she's she's a straight up fucking like Fairlight mastermind at this point. Like, yeah, the, the, the Fairlight, astounding. No one got to this level of like that sampler, like that, that, it, that she had done. We talked about the Fairlight a lot on the Dreaming, Rob. Is there also a lot of Fairlight on Hounds of Love? And it's, if so, it's if, on. It should. Where, it, where am I hearing it? Is she? This is like her doing demos and then just bringing the demos in and then polishing them up right mm-hmm. i saw that yeah. She, yeah. she she set up her own studio yeah in her yeah. barn <laughs> this is her doing her own shit and just bringing it in to be cleaned up like yeah any of, yeah. In, in any background washing textures that you hear that's the fairlight any like synth lead is the fairlight any of those like what would otherwise be called like oh that's a dumb 80s sound but somehow in this uh record sounds terrific is the fairlight like and some of the drum stuff's also the fairlight a lot of it's lindrum but like yeah it's it's crazy it, it it's crazy how like how much she did with the with that thing it's but i know the fairlight mostly i guess as it's almost a like like 
it's a sampler. It's, it's like an organic sampler. sampler. Yeah. Well, it's a. Uh, it's, it's, and and yeah. on 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 the dreaming, it was it was very much used as a sampler. Uh, on this, is it like is it more just like uh, standard synth tones that I'm hearing that are from the Fairlight? Nope. It's uh. It's it, everything. It, 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 yeah. It, it's it's all. It's all sampled in. It's um, the way she could work all by herself yep. because she just used That's it fair. for everything that she needed to layer in, kind of, or like a lot of it, yeah, if I'm yeah. understanding it correctly. Yeah, she could emulate yeah. any instrument that she wanted with the Fairlight CMI. And so when you when you conceptualize that, it's sort of what Prince was doing with his sampling technology and working alone into bringing in this spectrum of just big ideas yep um the mellotron yeah. has come such a long way yeah. <laughs> it sure has yeah oh man we're listening to uh yeah. to the big sky the big right sky. now oh my goodness i need to get my stream up yeah <gasps> oh yeah <laughs> Just, i've been Jeez, talking about kate bush <laughs> without listening to kate bush we're already on the big sky yeah. oh shit I, I missed running up the hill and hounds of love you did. oh oh <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the the All bass right. player is a dude from uh, Killing Joke on uh, Big Sky, uh, Martin Glover, and uh, the guitar solo he's, he's doing is, okay. is done by Alan Murphy. But yeah, like that guitar tone is just so fucking good for that like solo, so good. I was watching the music videos that go with this album, and there's some there's some really good ones. I, I I'm sure a lot of people have seen Running Up That Hill, or uh, which is just like. Uh, an interpretive dance. It's her and, and, a, and a male dancer cloud busting with, with, with uh Donald Sutherland in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like telling, tell, telling like himself. a whole, like, yeah. Telling like a whole story. <laughs> so I was watching these videos. And the thing is, this album is such a staggering accomplishment of serious art. But when I'm watching the videos, I'm like, look at that nerdy theater kid. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> you <know>, like- <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I don't think that she would argue it. Because, like, if, if you watched any of those, uh, like, videos from the early 80s of, yeah. like, her tour and stuff, like, it was all dork theater <laughs> crap on that stage. <laughs> Lots of big hands and spirit fingers and leotards. <laughs> And running around, but just with really rad music. Yeah. And yeah, like she, uh, that th- her doing the music videos, I don't know if it was necessarily a, uh, like the label needs you to put out something so we can get something on the uh, thing. Or if it was just her being like, well, this is another thing I like to do, but I don't want to play these songs live. Yeah. Yeah. I had always interpreted it as her, yeah, needing to be on MTV because they were like, well, it's the MTV and, generation and they need to really promote these songs and so yeah let's do a video because it doesn't seem like they're i mean they have some concept behind them but it's not like us they're not telling stories they're not you know kind of going out busting though i mean cloud busting is a short film that's true and and she she like she like a her donald sutherland was at like a cafe in her town and just like came up to him right just like hey (laughs) i'm gonna play your son you're going to be a crazy scientist. It's going to be great. The guy from Alien is making this giant gun. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, I am down. Well, and that, that sounds about <laughs> Wilhelm Reich, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, it is. I guess she was, Wilhelm Reich's son wrote a biography 
but that book was very inspirational apparently to Kate Bush and the song cloud busting was inspired by that book and the video of cloud busting was also inspired by a story that was told in that book with with Donald Sutherland playing uh, William Reich and Kate Bush playing his son who wrote the book. Amazing. <laughs> Did you guys see the live video for uh, Running Up That Hill with um, David Gilmore on guitar? Mm-mm. I missed that one. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I, I bet. I bet. I think I might have mentioned this in the last like Kate Bush uh, episode, but um, I was first introduced to Kate Bush and like, uh, when I was like 20, so I worked at a warehouse and some dudes are really into Pink Floyd and they were like, hey, do you also like Kate Bush? And I was like, I don't know about this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I eventually got into it, you know. Was it the David Gilmore connection? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> said in the write-up which i think is wrong it said it was a 48 track home studio which is i had read a 24 track yeah it's 24 track uh studio that she built in the barn behind her family home i mean dump it down a couple of times you're you're fine yeah that's true (laughs) that's how you get your 48 tracks that's true uh she began recording the demos for hounds of love january 1984 uh rather than re-record music she took the demos enhanced them during the recording sessions after five months she began overdubbing and mixing the album in process that took a year the recording sessions included the Fairlight cmi synthesizer piano traditional irish instruments and layered vocals i mean i bet like it just just on the Fairlight itself how long it took to load mm-hmm any of that stuff on like the like the full-on floppies mm-hmm. like and also everyone that came in like there, there were a couple of dudes like doing programming a little bit for the Fairlight and for the uh for the the Lynn drum stuff like it like there, there was some shit that needed to be like hashed out to make this work on top of like the 3000 other people that came in to record on it as well a lot of folks here yeah speaking of folk I mean, I don't know if we'll ever... We'll, Are you we'll talking get... about Liam O'Flynn on the Yulian Pipes? I mean, yeah. that, that's a good one. I was actually talking about... Uh, John on there, too. John... Right? Sh- <laughs> or John Shafnoff. That's the best I can do. I'm so sorry for any Irish uh, people out there listening to my horrible thing, but the dude dude was uh, the fucking fiddler for uh, for the Dubliners. And, oh uh, no way! Yeah, he uh, he that he's the one that's uh, doing jig of life, and I think uh, and dream of sheep. Cool. Yeah, and also that jig. Holy shit! Yeah, 
That's it's fucking some, great. That's some fucking a rowdy total shit. Fucking delay. Oh yeah. man, they're not not fucking around on that one. Was not expecting that. It wasn't either. But I was like, "Is this happening?" Yes, it is happening, <laughs> and that is amazing. Yeah, I love how <laughs> so like great. I love the way it split. I I, I, I yeah. like Hounds of Love is like the the more the more poppy stuff, and then like there's just a whole like prog. <laughs> Are you, Robert, are you referring to the ninth wave? <laughs> I am referring to the ninth wave. Yeah, this this week was a first listen for me, and so I, yeah, I did not realize at first that this album is split it's into two concept two, albums. Two concept albums. Yep. Uh, side one, Hounds of Love. Side two, the ninth wave. But which which did you like more, Ben? Hounds of Love has has more of the the pop songs on it sure does. like the whole the, the, the whole thing's art rock but hounds of love the the side one has the songs that could be considered for radio play in my opinion side one has the songs that could have been like better 80s genesis like tunes yeah <laughs> yeah like that kate bush was just like i'm just bringing it out it, it well, and they're all like so hits essentially, except for Mother Stands for Comfort, right? Yeah, yeah, they're and all. I like that song. Yeah, Mother Stands oh, for sure. Comfort that, is. That but... was a song I was not expecting. I mean, re-listening to this, I, I was like, "Oh, right, every song is good, right?" Mm-hmm. But that one, there's something about the melody that comes in with that. I'm guessing it's the Fairway, you know, the sort of synth tone yeah. in there, and mm-hmm. man, it just hit me. Yeah, Birch, um, sitting down and listening to like the 24-bit 2019 remaster of this on headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Especially, you know, with the, with the second half, with the ninth wave. Uh, ooh, Dougie. Yeah. It was a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are multiple stars next to every single one of these songs. Yeah, I started starring and then I just gave up. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. It's not necessary. <laughs> For the launch party for this album, it was held at the London Planetarium mm-hmm. on the 5th of September 1985, <laughs> uh, which was the first occasion that Paige and De Palmer officially appeared in public as a couple. Uh, they invited guests. The invited guests were treated to a playback of the entire album while watching a laser show inside the planetarium. Hounds. <laughs> God damn Welcome I, to my laser show. What? Hey, <laughs> afterwards was the nerd. Pink Floyd laser show. Hey, when's the last time you guys saw a laser show in a planetarium? The 90s? Yeah, never. the 90s. I've yeah, never no, seen 90s, one. Really? No. Dude, y'all, y'all, y'all Louisvillians. The University of Louisville Planetarium. Oh, they does have laser them all the time. Yeah. They have laser shows every weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> me, me and Carrie used to go last year before before the baby. It was way fun. <laughs> yeah, they had like they they had Laser Floyd. They had like all the classics. Yeah, that one down in Georgia and <laughs> Dude, I will watch Laser Charlie Daniels. I don't give a shit. Just shoot some lasers at a at, 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 at a convex screen while I'm listening to music, and I'm gonna be a happy dude. Wow, that is noted. It's a flag, Thank not you. a rag. I think it's a pretty it's a pretty impressive way to release an album too, right? That's just <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect for everything I think that Kate Bush probably is as a human. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could see all their outfits at yeah. the laser show. Yeah. I saw my first laser show when I was like in probably third or fourth grade. It was in in the school gymnasium. They called us all in. 
and they played a laser show. And I swear by the that moon laser and the stars show, in the sky. I swear by the oh, moon no. and the stars in the sky, I'll be at the laser show. No, no, it it had such an effect on me. Such a I had never seen my tiny brain had never seen pop music interpreted by lasers before. And seriously, it, it really it was such a big thing. And I remember after I watched the laser show at my school gymnasium, I was trying to describe it to people and they thought I was the lamest. I was like, no, no, no. But they, but they played the music and then the lasers dance. It's so cool. And they're like, whatever, nerd. And, I mean, it's just hard no. to describe beauty to people sometimes. You it know? is. It is. It could be a it challenge. Is. Yeah. is having a night. Nice audio visual experience it is just, it's a good thing and you should have it. Yeah. So this, this album entered the UK charts at number one, knocking like a virgin off. How did it do oh, in wow. the US? I don't think it charted in the US. At all? Yeah. I know it, char- it there are various numbers. I just didn't read through them, <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, it was overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. In the UK. UK. It was her, her breakthrough in the American charts. Uh, Running Up the Hill was a top 40 hit. Yeah, but it was mixed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just, they just couldn't handle what she was laying down, man. Yeah. They couldn't. They, they couldn't. Americans have 10 ears. I'm from America, and I'll say so. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> we have very, I don't know. Well, I mean, structured we, we don't but so it looks like ideas. it peaked at 30 on US Billboard. Yeah. But think of 1985 and the like if if you want to go a little further like what was actually like topsies of the uh Yeah, it's born in the USA. Yeah. It's, it's probably like some Ray, Par- Ray Parker Jr. It's probably still thriller. 84. Like a virgin's in the book, right? No. Are you serious? No, wait, 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 like wait. a virgin's not in the book? <gasps> wait, wait, wait. No, wait, sorry, sorry. How- no, lo- no, when do like we get Madonna? Not, Madonna's not coming up until um, what the hell is like a prayer? Eighty nine. We're gonna have some words. Like about a prayer. That. Like a prayer is eighty nine. Like a prayer is not eighty nine. Ben. Like a prayer is eighty nine, bro. No, it's not. Kyle Beach. I'm listening. My, March third, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, that's that's this what, what that checks with me. That's when like a prayer the single was released. The album was mm-hmm. the album was mm-hmm. March twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. So oh, two, weeks, two, two weeks later, Kyle. Oh, piss. <laughs> I mean, tell me, Vogue was one year after that. Yeah. The Dick Tracy fucking Madonna record was one year after that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you talking about? Sometimes you're on I'm breath. I'm breathless. I'm breathless. <laughs> I'm breathless. Yeah, it was ninety. It's a year after year after like a prayer. She was so prolific. Birch is coming back with some knowledge. <laughs> yeah, we get three three Madonna albums. We get like a prayer, Ray of Light, True Blue, and music. Ray of Light is in there, but not like Fuck. a virgin. Oh. Music's in there, but not me? True Blue. No way. <laughs> so we've got three Madonna albums, and two of them are like after 1999. I mean, I yeah. enjoy right. that Spin-off as a team, but Jesus Christ, like a virgin. Oh my. God. All right. Well, like, we again, should really be talking I, about I just, like a virgin. Madonna with a virgin. That's our new spinoff podcast. For the record, we should probably even be talking about True Blue. Hey, let's I mean, talk about a better True artist Blue's than Madonna. One. Oh, Kate Bush. Oh. Kate Bush. Yeah. Oh. Oh. All right. 
Kate Bush, baby. Let's How come back to it. Say something so controversial yet so true. It's very true. So, so what did I'm you guys sorry. think? I mean, deep into side two, the ninth wave. Yeah, got this lady. Oh, it's so She's engaging. Drowning. She's about to die. God. Future self talks to her past self. She's this is a under fucking ice. concept record. Yeah. Just like that Metallica song that we're not going to talk about. This but. is before Operation Mindcrime. <laughs> this is before just, Operation Mindcrime. Just like that Queensryche record we won't talk about either. It's, I mean, I can understand why people would find it challenging, I guess. Because it's. Of course it's challenging. so much going on, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't but we're, spend your time to. We're so, so far past, I, I, like. I agree, Pink, Anne. We, Pink we've Floyd had, and we've had. Yeah, we've had Bowie for like seven We're five years, years past the wall. Yeah. Like like we 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 can get into a concept side of an album. Oh yeah. I'm not i I'm not arguing against it. I'm just saying that it's excellent art because you do have to really sit and pay attention to it. Right? So real real yeah. question yeah. for everybody, uh is Dream of Sheep a like call back to has she is already it, like fallen in the water a, when she's trying to dream a sheep, or is, is it, that that's different? the first one on on the yeah, concept but, side? Is, but as far as like, is that a thought that happens as she's like stuck cloud in the water? busting, cloud busting, period, 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 and dream of sheep? Yeah, well, no, just like if if like if someone's like like I'm sleepy um you know let me drip sheep like is that a person who's already like been in the in the water and kind of like dying like or is that a totally different like I mean I guess my my read the 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 track first six the first one yeah. and then the ninth wave my interpretation of it is that it's transitioning us from this like pop space into this concept space okay so she's saying, and like, dream of sleep yeah. So she says, like, let me be weak in it, right? So she's sort of allowing herself to, like, enter a different art space than, like, the pop stuff where it's really polished and kind of more what people are expecting to hear um, into this, like, conceptual space that traditionally yeah. isn't allowed to be occupied by women, right? So, like, my read of and Dream of Sheep is that she's, like, transitioning into that. And then, like, that's moving us into, like, the waves and the water and okay. that part. But, like, you know, it's art. You interpret it however you want. <laughs> what did yeah, you Under Ice was the track that I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, man. There's Sweet something moving under the ice, moving under the ice. <laughs> it's me. It's I'm me. Stuck. Someone help them. Yeah. yeah. It's mm, mm. <laughs> right, into, right into Waking the Witch. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, right into it, Ben. Yeah. Which is so Yeah. It's one thing and then it's a totally different thing and they both fit together and it's just did Waking the Witch go on the uh the uh Halloween no spooktacular? Spooktacular it should. Ooh, yeah. It could, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I I was listening to this down here at these speakers and just jumping back and forth to speaker, <laughs> speaker, speaker. Yeah. Oh it yeah. Was, Her stereo painting's fucking insane. She's <sighs> she's thought this through masterfully this is 100 percent a headphones record yeah yeah
I had never listened to it on headphones until like this past week. It's a total, this totally right different. right now might be, might actually be my first headphones listen. I've been listening to it just on regular stereo speakers all week. Well, you do until, have to listen to a crying right baby occasionally, Ben. It's I've okay. got to be able to hear the baby cry. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Crucial element. I've been told. Later, when he's older, you can listen to this with headphones together. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this poor kid! As soon as he's old, seriously, as soon as he's old enough to like grip a tiny little guitar neck, it's fucking on. <laughs> he's gonna hate music. Like, oh, he'll hate it. He will hate all music. But he'll be the best ukulele player <laughs> the world's ever seen. Like, all right, now here's a power chord. This is Eddie Cochran. This is day one. <laughs> the kid's gonna be Chet Hanks. I promise. Oh, not even uh, man. But Colin Hanks is the good one. Yeah, shit, <laughs> man. Okay, let's get into the weird John Mar stuff. Uh, dude, that's okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it, it, if my kid gets into weird Johnny Mar stuff, I would say mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this seems like an obvious question, but is is Kate Bush just neglected because? She's Kate She's Bush. She's a woman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. This is a uh, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the uh, the like, patriarchy it, cracking it, down it, on it, a. It, if Kate Bush was a man, would this be considered a wonderful prog rock album? Well, and yeah. that's there's I've I read both things about this album. Some people are calling it post prog specifically only because. It's about a female perspective, which I thought was fucking horrible, but also like really hilarious and telling, right? Like that is that is an interesting way to interpret that. And then also just reviews that owned it as like this is a masterful progressive. Not that any of this matters, but like I think that she was up for like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this past year. And I don't know if she got it. I never pay attention to that. But uh she should have. <laughs> she so, should have. I did not read from the book, but the first line in it, I just, I just couldn't do it. I'll just read it for you guys, for just for posterity. It says, "Bruised by the battering and administered to the 1982, the dreaming Kate Bush retreated into the studio, legendarily reported to have ballooned in weight." She emerged as beautiful oh, as All ever. of you, you asshole, you stupid shit. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Tearing the page That's out really and burning it. Are you fucking kidding me? Paula Abdul. Jesus nice Christ. Is that, is that from the book that we're working from? Yes. Yeah. My what goodness. idiot wrote that Lordy shit. Bagordy. And it says, My she emerged goodness. as beautiful as ever, oh, bearing in her God. God. <laughs> fuck. Thank Man. God she took those extra pounds off, guys. Oh, hey, and all down. guys, Jesus at least God. the person that made this this staggering achievement of a record was, was beautiful when she did it. I know. I mean, because could we listen She's to She's going to crack to my headphones. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> what does she, what does Kate Bush need to do? What does she need to do? Nothing. She needs to do she nothing. Already well, she don't, already did. She don't everything. give a shit about that. Like she doesn't need to. Of course she doesn't. But like, <laughs> but also it should not be said. No, <laughs> it shouldn't be said. Uh, we're listening to watching uh, you watching or watching you without me. Um, oh did, did anyone look up the uh, like? Anyone look into the the back masking? It just uh, it's uh, I did not. We see you here. 
is, is what uh what she's singing. Oh yeah, I couldn't reversed. understand it. I love it when I can't understand words people sing though. Yeah, it's all uh micro microtonal, <laughs> <laughs> but backwards. Uh. It's fucking cool. Yeah, this album is just. Oh, what are you gonna do? This album just keeps on giving. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It yeah, really man. is. That, like track after this is the one with the uh, jig of life, which just has a straight up like one of the best jigs I ever heard, mm-hmm. and pretty sure she she wrote it. No, it's it, not credited as something else. So it, no, it, yeah, so, she just so, yeah. wrote the best jig ever. And then the 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 track following "Hello Earth" has uh, the Gregorian chant from a folk song called "Tinks to Caro." Tinsk, yeah. yeah, thank I you. I mean, who, like, who knows? Uh, but, like, uh, the <laughs> only thing I found on it was, like, it was used in a vampire movie. The like, Spring of Life, or the Spring of Water is what it... Because it does sound so haunting. And yeah. they were sort of indicating that the it's a Georgian thing, but, like, the Western engagement with it is always as, like, a sort of scary, spooky-sounding yeah. thing, right? But, mm-hmm. oh, was, I mean... But yeah, all this uh, all this fiddle stuff's done by uh, one of the uh, dudes from the Dubliners. That's cool. Yeah. Also, all the pipe work uh, is is that same dude. Or not the uh, the like the 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 whistle stuff. Not not the uh, not the bagpipes. Not the weird bagpipe stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're the normal bagpipes. The Ulean bagpipes. Version mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob. Uh, does Troy Amos ever show up in this book? Yes. Yeah, I would imagine so. And she has some, some <laughs> splaining to do after hearing this record. Is we it what is it? Little earthquakes? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's because it's just a few years after this, uh-huh. like four years after this. Yeah, you're right. It's, mm-hmm. it's coming out. 1989, Ben. Yeah, say what? Like, like a prayer. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, here, here in good old 2021, is is. Kate Bush, like, sitting happy, well-paid? I don't know what she's doing personally. I, I do know so. that the... You know, she's she's been, fucking hope so, you know? There's been, like, that sort of Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks revival thing. I know I've seen a lot of that similar, like, witch crowd engaging with Kate Bush. So, like, I think that the kids know about Kate Bush, which is heartening. I... I love the ebb and flow of the witch market. I, I follow. I follow it. I follow it very closely. <laughs> uh, a witch entrepreneur. <laughs> but yeah, so like, like as that stuff resurges, this is definitely engaged. It's very good. It's so, very good. Um, anything else, guys? No. Nope. What else? I mean, you not got to really. Say about I, this? I, I would listen to the last two tracks if we want to, but. Honestly, like this is one of the best records I've ever heard. It's just Thank you, Rob. Yes, it's like, so period. goddamn good. Like no <laughs> no holds barred. This is like a staggering work of a artist at her peak. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, at their peak. Yeah. No, and like I said, listening to that 2019 remaster on headphones was like seeing I, Star Wars. In the what I love again. about it <laughs> is like <laughs> that's awesome. The first half is that amazing, like everything is a pop hit, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second half is conceptual, but I felt like the morning fog, the last track on the second half, kind of like brings us back to both. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's just oh, it's so satisfying and beautiful. Like <laughs> yeah, it absolutely, just really yeah. closes it perfectly. Like whew. this is this is an artist at the top of their game. Yeah. Like against all odds, creating beautiful art. 
all yeah. by themselves. All by like, themselves. The, 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 yeah. Ugh. The the. Well, you made this by yourself, lady. All right, here you go. <laughs> no, maybe it, you don't maybe, have to do anything. Just just oh, clean up these tapes. Oh, you oh, asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, sweetheart. Maybe you shouldn't be trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. Just, maybe Jesus. if you lose a few pounds before we release it, you'll be beautiful <laughs> on the release of this work of genius. Yeah, man. She got a short shrift. I would say that art continues to exist. And maybe this will get its due eventually. <laughs> I mean, I think it does. I think it, it has, has a lot more now to. than it used to. Right? It, it, it it definitely on our on our end. Yeah, we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, keep push, woo, and hopefully everyone else like well, but it's gets on like, it. But wasn't Pitchfork like this is great and like there's I feel like it's I mean it's it's considered, continued to yeah. last right, and there yeah. there will be new audience for it. Let's. <laughs> Let's talk about this. It's considered by many fans and music critics to be Bush's best album and has been regularly voted on one of the as one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. It was Bush's second album to top the UK album charts and her best-selling studio album having been double platinum uh, for 600,000 sales in the UK. And by 98 it had sold 1.1 million copies worldwide. Yeah, so, my friend who got me into this album like hoards vinyl copies of it. It's like four <laughs> vinyl copies. Of oh it. shit! Is <laughs> he looking to hey, sell any of them yeah. to like Pat, everyone? Pat, let here. me know when they when they hit hard times. <laughs> <laughs> because you are a witch entrepreneur, <laughs> and you will you will scoop them up. Yeah. Uh, sounds like everybody's on the positive. Oh, oh my god! Absolutely. Yeah. This, this is. Stag- I keep on using the, the describer of staggering, and I think I'm just going to keep on using it. It's fucking staggering. I keep saying astonishing. I can't help myself. It's masterful. <laughs> it is a masterwork, and it's just beautiful. It's a person at the top of their game. And yeah, like... Ma- making beautiful art. Mm-hmm. Arly. Yeah. This is going to go down, I feel like, depending on how America goes for the next few years, if there's if we still have history. <laughs> This will go down in history. Well, it's the Anthropocene. History won't exist for anyone eventually. No. <laughs> so it feels okay to say Thanks, that out loud, though. Thank you, thank you. Man. Sorry, I find it kind of comforting. No, I, I do too. <laughs> I like that when uh, during the Middle Ages, or uh, sorry, during the plague, when everyone died, like how a bunch of forests grew up, like where there were once settlements. It made me feel a little bit better about mm-hmm. everything. Like, like tree beards? No, just 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 like uh, you weren't here. <laughs> Like you don't the matter. Earth doesn't care. You it don't will matter. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hey, Birch, what do we got going on next week? Yeah. Everyone Par- will die. Art is beautiful. Pardon my nihilism. Thank God we got to hear this. What is up next week? <laughs> next episode, we'll be talking about the Smiths. Meat is murder. All right. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Man, this album's fucking amazing. I know it will. Now is the place where the crossroads meet when you look into the future. Never, never say goodbye.